Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. We've had a lot of disruptive stuff happen in the news lately. Big, basically like a news bombs going off, something like a storm, a little bit like a hurricane. But when a hurricane comes through, what do they do next? They start digging through and saying, yep. what what actually happened? What was the damage? What's left? And that's kind of where where we wanted to land a little bit with uh, with President Trump, with his indictment. And, and one of our policies in life is I try to get advice from people who actually know what's going on on a <laughs> sure. particular area. Uh, and, and, you know, I don't know why. Sometimes people get a lot of, get a lot of fitness advice from somebody that's not that fit. You know, they Man, get a lot of, true. you know, driving tips from people who aren't that good at driving. Financial or, advice from or, people that are broke. Or whatever else. And we have a great guest today. He's been a fixture, a longtime fixture of the Washington, D.C. legal community. Um, he runs a thing called the NLPC Council. His name is Paul Kaminar. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. We've got a few applause here. Uh, you know, in the legal world, I don't know how, how many standing ovations and applause you get. It probably, you probably get a mixed reaction of, of, of both. Yeah, I, I do, especially like when I'm uh, on uh, college campuses, uh, I get a lot of uh, heckling, too, from the uh, woke crowd. So I'm used to it. Well, let's jump in real quick. Tell us a little bit about the National Legal and Policy Center um, and, sure. and what you guys are about. One of our mottos, just kind of give you a heads up, and I know you, we, we've talked about this before, but we, we really like you know, people to wake up, speak up, and show up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just just entertainment or try to enrage people so they'll come back for more clicks. It's, it's People come to this show looking like, okay, what can I do? And they like to be connected with doers. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's exactly why we reached out to you to come on on today's topic. So. Uh, great. Yeah. So uh, we are a do thank instead of a think tank uh, in that <laughs> regard. Yes. So uh, the National Legal Policy Center is a uh, nonprofit uh, public interest ethics watchdog group. And what we do is go after uh, those in power who are violating ethics laws uh, and other uh, requirements. Uh, we've filed many complaints against the likes of uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for her taking thousands of dollars worth of uh, in-kind gifts when she attended that Met Gala a couple years ago wearing that Tax the Rich dress. Remember that? Yep, sure Oh, there it is. Mm -hmm. Perfect, yeah. So right now, the uh, uh, Office of Congressional Ethics is looking at that and may issue her some subpoenas to answer for these charges. Uh, We've also uh, had a lot of work going after Black Lives Matter and the way they ripped off uh, their supporters with millions of dollars, 60, 70, 80 millions of dollars, and then it's being used for the personal purposes of the leader of the group, uh, Patrice Cullors, and we've been on her case such that last year she resigned from the group, saying she couldn't take it anymore, and uh, but uh, we're still uh, putting the spotlight on her and other organizations and groups that we think are getting away with it in this uh, two-tier system of justice. Unfortunately, we see here in Washington, and that sort of brings us to the current spectacle yeah. with uh, a criminal indictment against Donald Trump. Well, I like to position you a little bit as like, you're kind of, you're a defender. I, you know, I guess everybody thinks they're on the good, good team, you know, or whatever. But sometimes as conservatives, you feel like there's, there's all of these levers of power that are held by the left, whether it's the media, mm-hmm. Hollywood, messaging, 
um, all the celebrities, and definitely when it comes to the legal world, you can look at a Hunter Biden and it's like, man, you know, like if, if as advice to the world, if you're ever going to commit a crime or do something really nefarious, identify as a Democrat when you do it for sure. Phew. It's like the probably the best legal advice you could ever get because you know, you feel like it's lopsided. You feel like, but you know, there's organizations like Judicial Watch and there's people that that behind the scenes kind of in a reactionary way are doing it, you know, or are pushing back in, in, in yourself. And and I don't think that gets as much attention because mainstream media doesn't cover your your work and things that are that are happening. But there are good guys fighting for us and mm-hmm. and there are things happening. You just may not know that they're out there. And it's kind of, you know, if somebody has a gun and they're shooting at you, the best thing you can do is have a gun and protect yourself. And you're sort of the the gun in the hand of 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 goodness. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you mentioned Hunter Biden. And yes, we've been on his case for the last two or three years, uh, filing complaints with the uh, Justice Department Office of Foreign Agents Registration, since he should have registered as a foreign agent of China for taking millions of dollars from the Chinese energy company, uh, getting a lot of money, spreading it around to his family. Uh, He's being investigated, as we're speaking, by the U.S. attorney in Delaware for the last three or four years for tax evasion, uh, for money laundering, uh, and so forth. And uh, uh, we don't hear anything coming out of that. Yet he's selling his uh, so-called artwork for <laughs> fifty dollars to $500,000 to unknown buyers. Uh, and, uh, uh, and by the way, that art gallery, we went after the art gallery for getting a $500,000 uh, COVID uh, loan uh, that was given in record time in a week when it normally takes, you know, 30 to 90 days. Uh, and this, I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, we can go on and on. Oh, yeah. What's going on. It, 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 and that's to keep his personal life out of it, which reads like something like a oh, warning God. from the Old Testament. You right. know, it's like, you know, like a list of like, they had to add commandments for this guy, like like new stuff that you could do wrong. That that wasn't even a sin. He invented it. You know, exactly. uh, nobody even knew about that one. It, 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 I don't care who you are. Turn your stomach. You know, it, you know the the stuff that that comes out documented, not even hearsay. So yeah. so people just this gets all this yeah. attention, and there's this grinding down, almost a demoralization mm-hmm. of of. People that want to raise their kids in a safe place, that want their kids to have as good or better life than they've had, they want to raise their grandchildren. Yep. And, and, and like, they kind of go to work, they pay their taxes, like, like the, the, just what I consider the normal American. American. And they see these things happen, they get away with mm-hmm. it. And it's like, when will there be justice? It's like the mm-hmm. earth itself is moaning for justice. And I'm thankful that you're on you're on on the watch. Well, yeah, thank you, and I'm also thankful that the uh, Republicans took over the House because now we have the various House investigation committees: the House Oversight and Accountability Committee with James Comer, uh, the uh, House Judiciary Committee chaired by Jim Jordan. They've issued uh, requests for documents from Hunter Biden and the banks, and uh, they just recently got. 130 some uh, suspicious activities reports from the Treasury Department of uh, uh, transactions that were suspicious of money laundering mm. due to Hunter Biden's uh, uh, millions of dollars of transactions going in and out of bank accounts. So thankfully, we have them in uh, charge now. And uh, coming this spring that we're in and, and summer, uh, you'll start seeing. Uh, some of these witnesses come before these committees 
And we're going to start to get uh, some answers to this because otherwise, if the Democrats were mm-hmm. still in charge of the House, this would all be buried. That's right. Man, that is a really good point. Uh, you brought it up earlier. I'd like to go back to it. You talked about, um, you know, President Trump, the indictment, what we're looking at right now. In your opinion, do you think this indictment will stand? I, I don't think it will. I, I don't think, of course, that it should uh, uh, for many reasons. I mean, here you have this Alvin Bragg, or as I call him, Alvin Braggadocious, who uh, <laughs> is out there, uh, who ran his campaign vowing to get Trump. And Mm -hmm. that reminds me of the uh, Joseph Stalin's former head of his Soviet secret police, where his motto was, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. Well, that's what's going on here in this Soviet style system of justice, Mm -hmm. where they're out to get Trump, no matter what the crime. So what is the crime here, folks? They said that uh, the Trump organization listed on their financial reports that the money that Trump repaid to Michael Cohen, his lawyer, was for legal services. And aha, that's a false business entry. Okay, so under New York law, that's a nothing burger. It's a misdemeanor. They might as well charge him with some traffic tickets and jaywalking. So in order to jerry-rig this uh, non-crime into a felony, what Bragg is doing is saying, well, it's a felony in New York if you have this false entry uh, to cover up a crime. So what is this crime? It doesn't say in the indictment. The indictment is uh, completely silent on that. <laughs> but he attached this uh, scurrilous so-called statement of facts saying that Trump uh, had a non-disclosure agreement with Stormy Daniels which, by the way, is perfectly legal. Non-disclosure agreements are signed every day where there's allegations of wrongdoing in the corporate setting. And in order to settle the charges, real or not, uh, there's non-disclosure agreements. So here you have non-disclosure agreement. Okay, so that's not illegal. So they said, well, that money that Cohen paid for the non-disclosure agreement constitutes an illegal contribution to your federal campaign. And you go, well, there's several things wrong with that. Uh, First of all, New York does not have any authority over federal election law. I, by the way, I used to be an attorney at the Federal Election Commission, and I do some campaign finance law, so I know a little bit about this subject. Uh, Secondly, the two agencies that do have jurisdiction over this trumped up, no pun intended, election charge is is the Federal Election Commission and the Justice Department, neither of which sought to uh, go after Trump for these so-called campaign violations. And it's probably smart that the Justice Department did not because they did the same thing uh, in 2011. Uh, when they filed uh, criminal charges against then Senator John Edwards from North Carolina, yep. who, who ran against Obama in the primary. He had a mistress on the side. They had a love child. And uh, he got some $900,000 from a mega Democratic donor for hush money uh, because his wife at the time didn't know about it. She was suffering from 
terminal breast cancer. So mm-hmm. the Justice Department filed criminal charges uh, on this theory that this constituted a campaign contribution. The jury came back not guilty on one of the counts, and they were hung on the other accounts. And the Justice Department threw in the towel and says, look, this is a screwy legal theory. We're not going to retry you. So they closed that book back then. And then now Bragg, this local Manhattan DA says, well, wait a minute, we're going to, I'm going to resurrect it. But again, like I said in the beginning, that's not under his jurisdiction. So this uh, indictment should be dismissed on those kind of legal grounds that there's really no there there with respect to uh, the criminal charges. And then there's other legal problems. There's a statute of limitations mm-hmm. problem where you have to bring charges within a certain time period. Uh, the misdemeanor uh, violations under New York law is two years. Well, this so-called false entry took place in 2017. Two years is up there. Uh, the felony that he's trying to concoct, that's a five-year statute of limitations. Well, let's see, 2017 plus five is 2022. We're now in 2023. So Mm -hmm. they're going to say, well, we got some exceptions to that. So that should be thrown on those grounds and also should be thrown out just because, as I said at the beginning, uh, Bragg had it in for Trump regardless of the violation. And under the law, that's called selective prosecution. It's, It's a hard case to make, but it has been done where a defendant will move to dismiss the charges even if they're true, on the grounds that, wait a minute, you're you're just picking me out because you don't like my politics, et cetera, and that's a mm-hmm. political vendetta. And in our system of justice, we're not supposed to follow that Soviet-style kind of uh, uh, justice. Plus, he's uh, backed by George Soros, right, which seems to be a problem. Well, yeah. I mean, of course, George Soros has pa- backed all these liberal— uh, local DAs across the country. Uh, Alvin Bragg is one of them. And him, Alvin Bragg, uh, uh, is, you know, of course, following the liberal line here, going after Trump. And at the same time, Alvin Bragg during his press conference said, we have to go after Trump because these are serious crimes that cannot, you know, go, uh, be un- un- untouched. I'm saying serious crimes. You got criminals in New York right. pushing people off the subway platforms and and uh, assaulting people and raping people. Yep. And, and they're out on bail. And and he what he's doing in, in about fifty percent of his cases, he's taking actual felonies and reducing them to misdemeanors. Mm-hmm. Here he's taking a two bit misdemeanor and blowing it up into this fake felony. So it really is despicable. And it's a really sad day for American jurisprudence and justice to see this kind of dual system of justice yeah. going mm-hmm. on. And people feel it. Now, you guys can go to go to nlpc.org. Mm-hmm. And there's the article on, on Ocasio-Cortez. There's one on Alvin Bragg. There's a lot of information you can learn if you want to be the smartest uh, American at the water cooler when you guys are talking about this at work <laughs> or right. when you get together with your family. That is a resource that you can go to, nlpc.org. And Thank also, you. if you want to put your money where your mouth is a little mm-hmm. bit, even if it's $10 or $5 or, or, or something, you can actually, you know, if you, if you get this bent-up energy and you're like, oh, my gosh, I just wish I could just 
throw a brick at my TV sometimes. Well, funnel that energy towards helping people that are actually doing the work yep. that maybe you can't do. The same mindset you'd have if if there's a missionary in the Philippines and you're like, man, I would love to go. I love what the work they're mm-hmm. doing, but I can't leave my job and my family and go to the Philippines. You can support somebody who is. If you don't want to live in the cesspool known as Washington, D.C. and do the work that Paul's doing, uh, hey, he's willing to be basically a missionary on your behalf that's and go true. there go there and be the attorney that's beating up their attorneys to bring justice justice about here. Um, let me, Paul, let me throw a question at you because, uh, you know, we we, had, we held an event. We, uh, we, we were with uh, General Michael Flynn and Eric Trump and Clay Clark is a Reawaken America event that, that right. we had to go through Very five event, five venues yeah, in um, Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. And, and their uh, top legal mind of the state of New York, Letitia James, uh, was threatening file suit, for having this event because, you know, wow. they, then they just throw names at you. You know, you're a, a white supremacist yep. and you're all this, which basically just means I disagree with you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, an, in, an insult from the left just means that they disagree with you. Um, so we had to change venues from any kind of a civic uh, building to eventually had it in a, a tent. tent. In a tent. A field outside of a church and end up being a smashing success. And, and, and the good guys just kind of keep moving on. And it was an incredibly successful event. Thousands of people attended people standing around outside the tent. It was, it was an incredible event, but I'm like the amount of headwinds you have to push against when you're in a blue state, because they'll use their, their laws, their state. If you have, if you're caught spitting on a sidewalk in a blue state, they're going to come after you as a conservative. There's this backlash you see in the media now of like, well, Red states, you know, if you're in Texas and Florida and Missouri, we need to start going after, you know, like this, it it works for them. We need to start doing the same thing here. I look at that as a very dark, slippery slope to become a country that would just be unbearable, more unbearable than it is now, more divisive than it even is now. Can we get justice in the system that currently exists without retaliating to, hey, then we're going to. We're going to go after the next president. When when Biden leaves, we're going to put him in, you know, like, can can we escape that kind of tick for tack justice yeah. system and get it the way that our founders intended? Is that is it well, possible still to get justice the way our founders yeah. intended? Yeah, good question. I mean, uh, you know, you're talking about fi- of, of fighting fire with fire, which uh, is, is one way to handle this. Uh, uh, but uh, in order to rise above that, it should be that that uh, justice from the uh, Justice Department, hence the name mm-hmm. <laughs> Justice Department, right? Uh, uh, should be the one that that has an even-handed system of justice, and that's why uh, these investigations by the House Committee are going on to at least show the American people this dual system of justice. They've also issued requests for Alvin Bragg to come uh, to testify before Congress about this whole. Uh, investigation and alvin bragg came back the other day and saying you don't have any jurisdiction over me to look into what i'm doing locally and then the retort to that is well you don't have any jurisdiction over federal election laws we right. do so we need to as legislatures know how you out there are twisting uh the law around to your benefit so uh yeah. I, I think though you know from from the other side our side I think at least they're going after legitimate issues here with Hunter Biden and so forth, not these made up uh, 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 crimes that right. the left is doing. So uh, if, if it's perceived that, you know, well, it's tit for tat or whatever, uh, at least I think on our side, 
we have legitimate complaints to to go on. Uh, but the Justice Department has been notorious for weaponizing their enforcement. We know how they go after uh, parents at school board meetings claiming they're domestic terrorists. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. They went after the uh, 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 the father uh, the, uh, in in Pennsylvania for protesting outside the uh-huh. abortion clinic. Yeah. I mean that that was totally outrageous. I mean this is a a police state the way mm-hmm. they're operating. Um, but you mentioned something about uh, New York and Letitia James. Interestingly enough, uh, before the Supreme Court right now is a petition to review uh, filed by the uh, National Rifle Association how they got uh, uh, basically uh, debanked or yeah. mm-hmm. eliminated by the New York State Attorney General's authorities. And that issue before the court is basically they went after us because of our First Amendment speaking out about our Second Amendment uh, issues. So uh, that one hopefully should be granted by the Supreme Court. We won't know until later this spring if they decide to take it. Uh, but you've got to go through the courts on a lot of these cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in there helping a good fight. And besides coming to our website, like you said earlier, supporting us. Also, if you all have social media out there, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Rumble, Getter, whatever, to take what we've got on our website and and retweet it or send it around to your mm-hmm. followers. So that way we get the message out as well. Fantastic. And that, that is a great way of, because, you know, our slogan here is, I think you mentioned it, but it's wake up, speak up and show up. And that's what we want um, the flyover family to do. That's how we're going to win this war is not being the silent majority, not burying our head in the sand and thinking, yeah. oh, I hope this goes away. It's supporting you. It is tweeting things out. It's getting information. Yep. It's great conversations at the water cooler. It's helping to wake up keep people that have no idea that this is going on. But that's our part. You're doing what you can do. Now we have to do what we, we can do. we got to be do. a force multiplier for the work that you're yep. doing already. That's exactly, exactly right. Good, good description on that. Yes, indeed. And so you can go to, here's Twitter, at NLPC, but you can go to um, nlpc.org. This is a great way, again, you can read articles, different things there, but a great way to be able to support Paul and what they're doing there. So go to the donate on the top right there. You can donate. It says they they accept all major credit cards. Um, And when they do that, Paul, where is this money going to go to? What what does it help with? Yeah, no, uh, our money goes to putting out the kind of efforts we're doing here. Uh, it goes to uh, uh, not only, you know, we have other people on our staff. By the way, another part of our program, you'll see on our website, is going after the woke co- corporations. We have a corporate integrity project where we go to annual shareholder meetings, going after Disney, uh, going after wow. J.P. Morgan, and, and standing up at the meetings, asking that they disclose uh, uh, the kind of woke capitalism that they're doing, how they're yeah. doing business with China and so forth. So that that takes a lot of research, a lot of yes. work, a lot of uh, uh, staff work, et cetera. So we use uh, our donations very wisely. We're, we're lean and mean. Uh, we're, we, we don't have a, a huge staff, but we try to uh, make uh, the best with what we've got. That's incredible. Thank you for everything that you're doing, Paul, to help to save our country. We really do appreciate it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal. You know the you know the thing. We will shut you down. We will cite you. And if we need to, 
we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world. When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God put into the very heart and the soil of this nation, this was sacred to God. This reawakened tour is literally what it means. It has reawakened the American heart. a brand new sponsor for the Flyover Conservative Show, Heaven's Harvest. So exciting. We've been really excited about this partnership because for about two years now, our level of awareness has increased on things that can go wrong in the world. Not just the, the big major stuff, but ice storms in Texas and things that you know you don't plan on. And I guess a level of personal responsibility of like, hey, we have people that we care for that depend on us. And so we've been tiptoeing into it, but it's overwhelming. It's like, what do I do next? And so we've made little steps in that process, but we've been asking everyone we know, everyone we respect in this space, hey, who's a good supplier of things? Who has food Who has food that you would actually eat if you if you had to, that without eating styrofoam that you'd be gagging down if you lost a bet? You know, like, like real actual food that if you put it away for storage, that when it came time to do it, would be palatable, as well as, as heirloom seeds. You know, a lot of the seeds nowadays, you plant them, they're not, they're not, you can't reproduce with them. You know, they're, they've been uh, genetically modified and, and really messed up. So we've been asking people we, we, yep. we, we really respect. Somebody we get a lot of advice from personally, we've made a lot of small moves in our life from is Seth Holhouse with Man in America. And, and uh, we kind of went off of his lead as well as some others. And so we are super excited about this partnership because they're willing to give a massive discount to the Flyover family. That's exactly right. When you go to heavensharvest.com and you use promo code FLYOVER, you get 10% off. What a great deal. We are so thankful and excited about this partnership. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.